Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today on the field uh, in Italy and uh, Mestre, Italy, the northeast part near Venice, the mainland of Venice. And today we're bringing the uh, quarterly newsletter. This will be the second quarter of 2018. Uh, so we're looking back over the past three months. And this letter we sent out uh, via email. We sent that out. Uh, and it's available on the website as well. You can click on it, see it, read it. And um, if you're on our mailing list, you should also be re receiving this in the mail, the real mail, uh, sometime uh, in the near future, in the next week or so. Uh, that's in progress. Uh, but for those who... Uh, who also like to listen in to uh, what's going on, get some more of the details and a little bit more personal approach to uh, uh, the mission here and what's going on and how your participation is, is having an impact. Uh, this podcast is also available and uh, we go ahead and we, we take these things and we read them, expound them a little bit, bring to light what might not be quite clear just in, in reading it. And it's another way to hear the news and, uh, and see what's going on. So today's our quarterly newsletter. You're looking back over the past three months and we'll just share these highlights with you. And, uh, and let you tune in this way. So I'll go ahead and I'll just comment a little bit on the photos. We'll start with that. There's a few photos here. And then I'll go ahead and read the newsletter and uh, take liberty to uh, open up anything else that uh, could use some more clarification or that would be beneficial for you uh, to hear and understand better. Uh, so the photos we have, firstly, uh, there's a picture of us as a family at the top in the middle. Uh, me, Jesse, my wife, Jerry V, and our baby, Cornelius. And... Uh, took that actually on our front porch uh, so it's there's some nice flowers that Jerry's taking care of there in the background uh, we set up the camera there Chi Chi was trying to grab the camera naturally like he does and play with it we quick uh, tried to snap a couple photos one of them actually worked and we put it here on the newsletter so that's great uh, next to that photo there's a picture uh, which went out also in one of our updates uh, 10 day updates uh, in the past three months this is a photo from uh, the, the crops that were growing out back and I don't know how I went all my life without growing crops every year to me now it almost seems like a sin to not uh, plant something every year at least one plant and grow some kind of produce I mean the ground is just available God gives us the ground and all you have to do is put seeds in it they grow and plants come up and you can eat from them fresh real good produce and it's actually a wonderful thing I don't think I'll ever go another year the rest of my life Lord willing without growing something and so here we got about 10 or 12 different what we call grow bags or what are known as grow bags uh, cloth like material bags that we picked up real cheap on Amazon in Italy and, uh, but I think they're made in America or something like that, or from America. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we just bought some soil. We have some compost here in the, in the little yard that we have. Mixed it all together, sowed these seeds early in, the, early in the spring, or actually still during the winter. Able to sow those seeds, get them growing, get them started. And we have eggplants, we have green peppers, we have tomatoes, we have uh, zucchini, uh, and a couple other things. Um, and it's, it's been actually a wonderful experience, and we'll talk about that in the newsletter. Uh, but there's a picture of that, some of the plants growing, and they're actually, they were doing really, really well, and they still are doing really well, and it's very exciting. Uh, another photo we have here is uh, of an inauguration, uh, church inauguration that we were invited to be a part of, and we went to celebrate with them, uh, great friends of ours that we've known for a long time here in Northeast Italy. And uh, when we're able, we help each other out, serve each other in our ministries, pray for each other's ministries. And uh, it was great to be able to be there for that special occasion here in Italy. And if you look, it's not doesn't look that ex exciting if you're from America. It looks like about
about 15, 20 people. Uh, but I remind everybody, uh, that's why we're here in Italy, because the average church is about 10 to 20 people here in Italy, Evangelical Church, uh, on average. And that often consists of just a couple families. Uh, so anything above that is an extraordinary work of God, and that's great. Uh, but this is a, a, a church starting out, taking root, uh, formalized, and uh, we continue to pray for that, to see it grow for years and years and years and become established. So praise God for that. Glory to God for that that wonderful thing. Uh, also, we have a picture here in this uh, quarterly newsletter of uh, uh, an ancient church dating back to 639 or 600, yeah, 639 A.D. Uh, so very, very, very old church, about 1,400 years old. And uh, today it's abandoned. It's a museum. Uh, very, very common reality here in Italy, which we'll mention also in a little bit when we read the newsletter. Um, but yeah, photo of that. And that's something you can actually come and see if you would come to Italy to help serve, either as an intern, long-term, or on a short-term trip, or even a vision trip. Uh, it's just across the, the bay here uh, on one of the islands of Venice, uh, something you could actually go and see and explore for yourself, touch history in a very real way, uh, and Christian history, which is also interesting. And lastly, there's a photo of uh, our tracks and the booklets and all that that uh, we are now distributing and getting out. This has been a project we've been working on the last few months. It uh, has become finalized. We had some help of uh, our, our new friend here, John Paolo, who did the, he's an editor. He actually did the correcting for us of the Italian grammar and all that. It's good to go. It's up. It's being printed. It's online. It's going out daily into mailboxes and coffee bars and gelato shops. And uh, people are being engaged with this. We have a booklet that we wrote that goes together with it, and which is an article available online to be read that way also. And uh, and that's a great thing, and that's a wonderful thing uh, that we're using now to be able to uh, to reach more people with a very relevant topic having to do with uh, technology, smartphones, and things like this. The reality that often most of us are quite distracted uh, by uh, our little devices in our hands when they ought to be there to help us or assist us or make us uh, more productive. Often they end up becoming a distraction or even leading us to fall into sin in a variety of ways. Uh, but the whole problem stems from the fact that we are, uh, we're connected with these devices to everything and more information and more people than ever before, but we're also disconnected uh, from the reality of who God is and how we can be saved and, and of relationship with the living God. Uh, where, so we're not connected with Him, and that because of that, uh, everything else just goes haywire. Uh, and then, yeah, so we, we unpack the gospel and, and present the gospel through that, that means, that, that reality, that avenue. Uh, let me jump into the newsletter now, and uh, I'll read this for us and I'll expound uh, as I feel led. I'll take liberty, and uh, and that'll be it. Uh, so the, the letter starts out simply saying this, uh, Greetings in the Lord. We write today from Italy, and it is now hot and sunny weather. We're really thankful for that because the winter here is quite tough with the humidity and the fog and everything. Uh, but during the, it says here, during the summer, our ministry outreach intensifies because it is the time of year when Italians are constantly out and about. Absolutely, hands down for me, favorite time of the year is uh, in, in Italy is the summer. It's a totally different uh, environment. Uh, scooters flying around, bikes flying around, people here, people there, music in the in the town square, in the piazzas, always activities going on, kids everywhere. Wonderful time of the year in Italy. Uh, we were praying, it says here, uh, to see some short-term missionaries come and help us evangelize this summer. Uh, so if you follow our ministry, you're part of our ministry, you know we've been praying for that. You likely have also been praying for that with us, uh, but we did not have enough applicants. Not enough applicants came through to formalize uh, a, a cohort, a team, a group of people to do the evangelism uh, in the way that we have, uh, in the way that we do it. Uh, but we trust the Lord is in control and that uh, according to His will, 
it is best that we evangelize without a group this summer. So we trust our God is in control. We trust Jesus. He has the ultimate plan. We make our plans according to what we believe he would have us do. We, we work on them hard. We, we do them in good faith, trusting in him. But ultimately, results are in his hands. And if he did not provide the people this year, that means he's, uh, he's busy doing something else. Or has uh, what, what is best, because he only does what is best for his children. What is best for us is that we do not have a group this summer. And we trust that that's good. And uh, so we remain hopeful and prayerful now for, for next year. And we're getting on with evangelism without a group this summer. Next here we read, at the same time, we are cultivating new friendships and relationships as we continue to plant ourselves here in Mestre. Uh, so we are church planters, we plant churches. But in the meantime, we're also planting ourselves into this new city. Uh, so we're blessed now to have uh, good neighbors also. We're very thankful for that. Our neighbors are quite nice, quite good folks. Uh, Cornelius, uh, his closest friend, is a little girl uh, who lives uh, two houses down. They play together almost every day, and it's very exciting. It really is. They hold hands. They run around. They hug each other. They get so excited when they see each other, jumping up and down. And uh, Chichi will call for her, and then or she'll call for him. And the parents will have to bring one of us. We'll have to go to the other person's house. Uh, so it's it's a really good thing. Uh, we thank the Lord that uh, Cornelius, which we also call Chichi, uh, he had a good two year checkup with the Italian pediatrician. Uh, that was just a couple months back. He had a good checkup. And, uh, and he seems to be healthy and strong. So we're very thankful for that. He weighs over 15 kilo. I don't even know what that is in pounds. Uh, one day I'll actually care enough to figure that out. But 15 kilo, you can do the math maybe. Uh, he's robust. He's, uh, he's a solid little guy. Strong boy. Uh, to, have, uh, to have his lone kidney checked. He only has one. To have that checked, uh, we had to venture out into Venice on a water bus... So it's a, like a bus, but it's on the water. That's how they get around in, in Venice. We had to go out there with a baby in, in, in the winter uh, and go through the Venetian canals. But we thank the Lord that uh, his checkup was positive and his kidney is developing well. So it was a good checkup. Great doctor. Really good guy. We like him a lot. Chi-Chi likes him. Although Chi-Chi, he did put up quite a fight. Strong boy. It took me and Jerry V both to hold him down while this guy's trying to put the ultrasound thing on his back to see the kidney. He really does put up a fight. Strong-willed boy. Solid. Uh, really, really intense. Uh, but the checkup was good, and we're really thankful for that. So uh, he's also, Cornelius, he's struggling a bit right now. Uh, this is just some, some news uh, about our family, but one way that you can keep in mind and pray for him. Uh, he's struggling distinguishing the Italian language from the English language. Uh, till now, we've been speaking with him mostly in English. But out and about, obviously, he hears a lot of Italian, and his little playmate, uh, she speaks Italian, and the other little boy speaks Italian, and he gets a little bit confused. So we're now praying for that connection to happen, that there are two languages, uh, and we're praying that he'll learn both the languages uh, well. Usually kids, they say, learn these languages naturally and easy, multiple languages if they start at a, at a young age. But right now he's in that point where they're not quite connecting, there's a difference. And so we're starting to, uh, to speak Italian when we're outside of the house, helping him to see the, the, the Italian words for all the English words that he knows. And then when we're in the home, we'll be speaking English with him. Uh, so we want to start making that distinction and helping him take that next step. So you can pray for us, uh, uh, for, for him uh, with us for that. Uh, at the same time, Cornelius, he already knows the alphabet, which is amazing. That's one of his favorite things to do. He wakes up saying the alphabet. He goes to bed saying the alphabet, <laughs> counting 1 to 20. He can do that. He knows all the shapes, even those th 3D shapes, uh, which is quite amazing. Uh, colors. 
he knows all the colors and, and a whole bunch of other words. Uh, and he's a vibrant and he's a smart boy, and we're, we're really grateful uh, to be his parents. Uh, so that, that's exciting. Uh, it is exciting to see uh, how, how he's making these connections and uh, how his mind is working uh, so, so rapidly. Uh, so praise God for that. Um, uh, moving on in the newsletter, uh, church planning to reach Italian people. Uh, let's see. Since the beginning of this year, uh, we have been praying to see growth in all areas of life and ministry and growth we are seeing. If you look back over to our first quarter newsletter, you'll remember that we were praying to see growth this year. Last year was a year of laying foundations. This year we see it as a year of, of growth, growing upon that foundation, the foundations that were laid. Uh, and we are seeing something, so we're grateful for that. Uh, this spring, we started a new family hobby that is both practical and Symbolic, And I think that's something uh, good for us to all consider once in a while. We get busy in life, so many things to do. A family hobby is a good thing. And hobbies that can include other people or benefit other people, also really great ways to, to be good disciples and involved with other people and a blessing to other people. Uh, so the one we started is uh, cultivating a small vegetable garden, which I mentioned in the, about the photo that I told you about at the beginning. Uh, so we started a small vegetable garden using grow bags. Uh, it's practical. Uh, because we get fresh produce all summer long. Truly nothing like it. Absolutely fantastic. The fresh produce, it just cannot be compared to what you get in a grocery store. Little Cornelius, he eats an entire cucumber like it's uh, like it's a popsicle. He just picks it up and starts chewing on it, eating it, and then he'll pass it around so everyone else can take a bite. Absolutely delicious. So sweet. So good. Uh, yeah, it's it's. We get that fresh produce all summer long, and it's symbolic uh, because it constantly reminds us of the process we are in as missionary church planners. Uh, it reminds us of that process. Uh, it really is a process. It's, a, it's not a one-day kind of deal. It's not a one-week kind of trip or missionary trip. We're in the long-term uh, missions and, and the process of that, of uh, evangelizing, gathering people together, seeing a church formalized, elders trained, and then moving on. It, it, it is a real process, and it takes time. So Jesus spoke much of cultivation for a good reason. As Christians born of the Holy Spirit, we are all growing regularly in Christ-likeness via sanctification. It may not feel like it certain days, but the reality is if we are saved, we've been sanctified, we've been justified, or yeah, we've experienced justification, and we are being sanctified day after day. God is using all things uh, according to His will to uh, to make us more like Him for our good. He's making us more like Him. He's sanctifying us. Uh, so that's a process we're all in. We're in a long, slow, but steady process. Uh, being a disciple also means that we are involved in Jesus' global mission of seeking and saving the lost. This, too, is a process. There is a seed, which is the gospel and must be sown. There is watering, which relates to biblical discipleship. And there is growth which God alone is able to cause. As missionaries, our job is to be faithful to the call of evangelism and discipleship while we trust the growth or the results entirely to the will of our sovereign Lord and His timing. Uh, just last week, we met with a man named Carlo who found us on the web through our church plant site. Uh, he has been listening to sermons by Paul Washer. At our first meeting, he stated he is now born again and evidence of true saving faith is present. In this case, someone else planted and watered. God caused the growth, and Lord willing, we are now reaping the harvest. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone the glory. So please join us in prayer as we continue the process of biblical evangelism and discipleship throughout the summer. 
That's our short uh, talk about church planning and what's going on. Uh, we're reminding everyone uh, that, and ourselves that we are in a process. We're mindful of that. And, uh, and it really is according to the Lord's will. At any moment, uh, even while I'm sleeping, uh, God can save 10 people in a moment. And all of a sudden, a church body is taking form. Uh, at any moment, He could do that. And it, you know, often uh, uh, we all are, are tempted to think that our, our actions, our, our methods, and our strategies uh, are, are what's going to cause a church to be planted or, or something like this or success to happen. But almost all of us, we always forget, ultimately, it, it, a church plant really does depend entirely on the sovereignty of God. It, churches are planted according to His sovereignty, according to His will, His timing, and, and all that. At any moment, he can, he can have a whole bunch of people saved and a church is formed. Uh, that That's the reality. Now, if we fail to, if we he said that's the reality, he can do it any way he wants, and then we don't evangelize, and we don't do what we're called and commanded to do, then we're in sin. So we have to be doing it. We have to do it faithfully, as if unto the Lord himself. Uh, but trusting, really, the results are up to him, because uh, he is in control of that, and uh, he's worthy of all the glory, and him alone. Uh, the, the last part of our newsletter, as we uh, finish things up, uh, is about PMC, Practical Missions Cohort. Uh, so here it says, uh, PMC continues to grow and expand little by little. We are thankful for the specific task God has entrusted to us, to serve Jesus and glorify God through biblical evangelism, disciple-making, and missionary church planning in Italy. We're very grateful for the opportunity. As mentioned above, we will not be having any evangelism groups come help us this summer, but we are hopeful that God will provide us laborers for next year. God has granted us some potential new partnerships. We were grateful even to have a meeting with some wonderful folks last week, uh, just talking about the ministry, some folks from America that are interested in getting involved here in Northeast Italy, uh, letting them know uh, about uh, the opportunity to serve here, that Jesus uh, is desiring to save people in this area here, and we are here for Him, by His grace, with Him, to, to reach these folks and uh, present the gospel, preach the gospel, teach the gospel, teach the word, preach the word, and and, and make disciples and, and, and church plant. So. Lord willing, uh, they might send some folks uh, next year. And there's a number of other churches and friends of you, people like you who are listening, who might be interested in coming and joining in next year in a variety of ways. Uh, and we'll talk about those ways in when I read our, our prayer requests in just a moment. But that's where we are. Uh, still today, Italy uh, is, has 60 million people, and 99% of them are unreached. If you're less than 1% evangelical, less than 1% who know and believe the gospel, the reality is you are 99% unreached reached 60 million people 99 percent unreached italy's reality is that today in 2018 still that way on the front page of this letter is a photo of the venetian church uh, hidden away on a small island it dates back to 639 a.d as i mentioned today like many large church structures in italy it sits empty and believers are nowhere to be found because they have not heard the gospel and consequently have not been saved. This takes us to Romans 10. How can they believe unless they hear? And how can they hear unless somebody preaches the gospel? And how can they preach the gospel unless they are sent to go preach it? Uh, so please continue to pray for God to establish PMC, Practical Missions Cohort, according to His will, that many Italians may be saved, hear the gospel and be saved, and real real churches, not abandoned uh, museums and churches that have become museums are empty, Real churches can be planted full of believers understanding the gospel, believing the gospel, and living according to it and to proclaim it, uh, and that they'll continue to reach more Italians until Christ returns. So thank you and God bless you for your prayerful and wholehearted 
participation. In His grace, Jesse Jeremy and all of us at PMC. Our Bible verse uh, that we chose for this newsletter is, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John sixteen thirty three. The tribulation we have daily here in Italy is the indifference, the indifferent spirit, the I don't care, I've, I don't want to talk about it, I'm tired of anything religious, all that kind of stuff. And the loneliness uh, of no fellowship here in Italy, uh, very little fellowship, few believers, uh, and it seems an overwhelming task and nothing ever seems to happen. Uh, and the Lord would say, I have overcome the world. Take heart. You'll have tribulation. That's normal. And you probably, whatever you're doing as you serve the Lord, you're facing it now or you're going to face it soon again. Tribulation is part of the deal. Embrace it. God is in control. He has overcome the world, the Lord. And those of us who put our faith in Him, we also have overcome the world. And now, as Paul says to the Romans, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Press on. Endure. Fight the good fight till the end. The Lord is coming soon. Uh, Donations, uh, I'll mention this here as we close out. Uh, donations, we need them. Uh, we live by faith. We a faith-based mission, Practical Missions Cohort. We are faith-based missionaries. We depend, we pray to the Lord. We don't talk about our financial needs, but we need a lot to live in Italy. It's an expensive place to live. Uh, and we tell the Lord about it, and we let you know there's opportunities if you want to give. And we entrust uh, the Lord to move hearts according to His will to give. Uh, so if you feel you want to be a part of this ministry in any way, and you're wondering, how can I? One primarily way besides praying is to give finances. Uh, so you can become a monthly partner, you can become a yearly partner, or a one-time partner. And the information is available at practicalmissions.org slash donate. Uh, or if you're looking at the newsletter, you have it. There's also the address there where you can send in a uh, check. And so you can send in a check or you can or you can make a donation securely online as well. Uh, but if that's something you, you have in your heart, you want to participate, and you have uh, finances, the Lord has blessed you in that way, uh, please don't hesitate. We definitely warmly welcome that. We are praying for increased finances. Uh, other prayer requests we have, as listed here on the newsletter, is a core group of believers to take form in mastery. We now have a handful of people that we're meeting with and uh, beginning Bible studies with uh, at their on their turf, going to them. And at a certain point, we want to gather them all together and uh, as, as the Lord leads. And, and little by little, a group, the idea is a core group will take form. And, and, and a church will formalize and uh, and things will begin taking off from there. Uh, so pray for that core group to, to take form in this next quarter or towards the end as, the, as this year progresses. There we go. Uh, pray for finances uh, to rent a hall for teaching free conversational English uh, and for hosting public Bible studies leading up to the church plant. Uh, what can I say about this? Uh, I already mentioned we need finances. Yep. But if we have enough that we can rent a hall, another thousand a month or so, and we can rent a small hall. We can now offer free English classes. We can get interns to come and easily join in on that and help facilitate that. And that's a great way to, to, to show the gospel to people, help them for no reason at all, not asking any money from them, get to know them, become their friends, and get them the gospel and show them the gospel. And, and a lot of times that, that is a, a great way for the church to, to get a name for itself, to show people we're real Christians, and also to find those who are searching now, who are being called to the Father, and see them get saved. Uh, hosting public Bible studies there as well is a great opportunity because it is good to do Bible study, things like that in the house, but it is also scandalous for the average Italian to think, especially if he's not yet born again, 
to think of joining a Bible study in a house or a Sunday gathering in a house. They're used to these mega church structures. And to think into a house almost seems like, uh, definitely seems like some kind of cult or something like that. But if it's public, at least it's a little bit less of, uh, if it's in a public building, it's a little bit less scandalous for them. Now, we firmly believe that church is for believers, not for unbelievers. We go to the unbelievers with the gospel. Once they're saved, then they want to go to church wherever it is. If it's in a cave in the ground, if it's if it's uh, in a nice building, if it's in a church building, whatever. Once you're saved, you don't care. You want to be with the other believers. You want to hear the word of God preached and you want to worship the Lord Jesus uh, also through singing hymns and things like that. Uh, but there is an advantage also to having in a public space this way new believers who are coming to worship feel safer perhaps inviting their friends or other people they know to come and hear the word preached on a Sunday. Uh, so these are good things uh, that we're, we're asking you to pray for. Finances to rent a hall, for English, and for public Bible study to begin that leading up to the church plan. Another prayer request quickly is the PMC vision trips for U.S. churches. So four people from your church, uh, at least one church leader, Come for four to five days and then take a day or two more if you want to go explore different parts of Italy. Get a taste of the ministry here. Do some real ministry with us. Uh, we're praying to still see another group come this this year before the year ends. So please pray for that with us, that somewhere from some church, a group will come uh, to serve with us and, and experience the ministry here in Italy. Uh, so another prayer request as we close out is uh, people to fill the roles uh, for the mission of on-field administrator. We're praying for that. That could be even be in Italian if the Lord wills. Uh, but Preferably, we at this point, we're thinking it'd be better for an American missionary to come take that role and learn that role and, and, and be used in that way to do the on-field administration. And there's more info about that available on the website. ESL instructor would be another role. This could be someone's main special task that they would do as a missionary, uh, overseeing the, the putting together, organizing of English courses, uh, conversational at least, and, uh, and then recruiting folks to come and help serve in that for three months at a time. And uh, it could be a great, fruitful, vibrant ministry, one part of the collective ministry that we call church planning, a uh, way to build a lot of, uh, make a lot of contacts and get to know a lot of people and get them the gospel. Uh, so those are things to pray for as well. Fruitful evangelism and discipleship for the rest of the summer. I already mentioned it. Pray for that. We want to see stuff happening as summer continues on. And then new PMC missionaries for Italy. So interns, two to 12 month trip. And long term, a two or four year term uh, people to come and play those roles and be used by God for the, the, that period of time to, to have an impact towards this next church plant. Uh, that's all we'll say for today, guys. Uh, it's been 25 minutes now, so we'll stop there. That's the second quarter news from uh, the Shrek family serving in Italy with Practical Missions Cohort. Thank you for your participation. Thank you for being a part of the ministry, and God bless you. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.